Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. Welcome once again, Wonderlanders. Come in, make yourselves at home, find a comfy chair and settle in because this is the 24th episode of The Wonderland. And as such, that's what it is. And believe it or not, 24 is one of my favourite numbers. I say one-off because I'm also very fond of 12 and 6, which might sound somehow logical if you're a fan of simple division and multiplication, but it's otherwise completely irrelevant to absolutely everything and therefore meaningless. But of course, this is Jeff Healy's Wonderland, where logic is on a lunch break, common sense is taking a nap, and reason is on permanent sick leave. And so anything could happen and probably will as we once again hack relentlessly through the undergrowth of my thoughts, theories, opinions and observations. Now, if this is your first time on The Wonderland, my name's Jeff, I'm an Australian musician, singer, songwriter, comedian, and I've got important information to share. So let's get started by diving headfirst into theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And a big welcome to Theory Time. Now, our theory today concerns something that I really can't stand. And that's intolerance. And yes, I'm talking about food again. So shoot me. But look, I have to get this thought out now before it either vanishes completely or it drives me insane. So settle in, Wonderlanders, because this is serious. Okay, there are those of you out there who are intolerant of things like gluten, lactose, or Brussels sprouts. No, probably not Brussels sprouts. I just kind of made that one up. But seriously, if you find that something you're putting into your body causes you or your loved ones a problem, you should obviously stay away from it. I am fairly fortunate in that I don't seem to have any food allergies or adverse reactions to that many foodie things, other than lots of carbs whilst trying to keep the weight down. The other day, I was talking to a friend who steers clear of lactose, isn't intolerant of it per se, but is more, I don't know, I guess, suspicious of it. I have also met people who are suspicious of fat, sugar, grains, legumes, nuts, gluten, and pretty much everything you could think of, all right? Even beer. Go figure. Now, believe it or not, folks, there are a whole lot of people out there who are simply suspicious of one or more of these food types. Now, look, I yield to none in my support of everybody's right to eat whatever the hell they want. But I just want to say this. If the day should ever come where you're facing a disaster scenario slash life or death situation and you find that the one thing that could have gotten you through this was having consumed a little bit of lactose or gluten or some other food thingy that you've just been suspicious of and therefore avoided for no good reason, then you deserve what you get. And no, don't come crying to me because I will simply say that you should have listened to and taken notice of this Wonderland episode, which you probably will have forgotten all about by then. All right? All right. So beware that possibly fashionable but unnecessary lack of lactose. 
Look, I personally seek out the maximum dose of lactose wherever I can find it. And I am a glutton for gluten. As my dad used to say, if I questioned the nutritional value of something on the dinner table, get it into you. My dad also used to say, fill up on bread, make a meal of it. Which kind of seemed like pretty sound advice for terminally hungry kids who couldn't put on weight if they tried. But doesn't resonate quite so well these days for those same former hungry kids who have, with the passage of time, developed the opposite problem. This is what I know. Theory and time. yes, that was theory time, from which we're going straight into song of the day. To which there's no introductory theme, simply because I figured there was enough music in it already. Okay? Now, I made an album a few years ago called Jeff Healy's Love in a Suit. Now, that might seem like an odd name for an album. I mean, why couldn't I have just called it Love in a Suit? You know, if you'd asked me that, I would have said, excellent question. I believe at the time, though, I was terrified that someone famous would also come out with an album called Love in a Suit, thereby creating enormous confusion at that year's Grammy Awards. A, a reasonable concern, although I now realise that being beaten out by Bob Dylan is nothing really to be ashamed of, and that his Time Out of Mind album did sell a few more copies than mine. So, you know, fair enough. Anyway. We're now going to have a listenette, that's a small listen, to a track from Jeff Healy's Love in a Suit. Now this is a song which I co-wrote with guitarist Robin Kimberley, who I was recording and touring with in Australia at the time. And it's called Loving Road. interesting about this song to me is Talking in slow motion. I really don't know where the inspiration came from. To freeze the moment. I quite like the lyrics, but if you were to say, what were you thinking? I couldn't tell you. Holding back the monkey man, I can't get off the floor and I've been trying to get outside myself to make it to the door, to the door. Sounds like I've got a massive drug problem. Oh, by the way, the sound of the truck that you can hear in the background, we actually got this by going out onto the Gold Coast Highway with a microphone stuck out the window of the car and pulled up at a traffic light next to a big truck. Worked great, yeah? Yeah, some very nice guitar work there from 
Mr. Robin Kimberley. Yes, I think I'm going to take that one down easy, folks. If you'd like to listen to the rest of that song, and I think it's a great song, uh, you can do that on any of the streaming services uh, and you can listen to any of the other six albums that I've made. Uh, Okay, I reckon it's time for that part of the show, which has been reportedly considered for inclusion in the Oxford Thesaurus as an alternative for the expression complete rubbish. Yes, it's Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. You know, I remember reading many years ago that the gentleman's lavatory is the last stronghold of male privilege. I honestly don't remember where I read it, but it stuck with me. Now, I should point out that one of the areas that Jeff's Wonderland studiously avoids is that of toilet humour. But this phrase does illuminate yet another of my favourite subjects. That is, the fundamental differences between men and women. And that there's not so much a battle of the sexes, but an ongoing series of deeply rooted ideological grumblings and possibly unsolvable disagreements. A bit like the Middle East. Anyway, I received an email this week from an anonymous source, and clearly this is someone of the female persuasion who spends a reasonable amount of time in my company because this person has made a comment not about the show, but about my personal approach to snacking in front of the TV. Of course, I have my suspicions as to who this person might be, but I've never been one to indulge in pointless rumination. No. So, on with the contents of the email. And here it is. Dear Jeff, you have absolutely no idea how annoying it is to be listening to you try to open a packet of chili-flavoured rice snacks in front of the television and then chewing them very loudly as you stuff them into your mouth one after the other as if your life depended on it. I can't take it anymore. Why can't you just put them in a freaking bowl and eat them slowly, like a normal person, instead of like a wild boar who hasn't seen food in five weeks? Yours sincerely, Anonymous. Well, first of all, I would like to know who this so-called normal person is. It's clearly not a man. Which would seem to suggest that the only normal people on the planet are women. Hmm. Anyway, this raises the question as to whether there are courses or classes that a person, as in a man can take to, shall we say, refine or, dare I say it, change this eating-slash-snacking behaviour. I also have the feeling that as I am talking about this, there are countless wives and girlfriends whose ears have suddenly pricked up and that the only thing possibly more interesting that I could be talking about right now would be the discovery of an unlimited source of free designer shoes. But of course, girls, as Michael Stipe was once known to famously sing, that was just a dream. Just a dream. Just a dream. Dream. The thing is, folks, that the male and the female of the human species are so very divergent, so very behaviourally distinct from one another, as for each to be practically a different species in itself. Yes, that's right. 
I am suggesting that men and women are different speciesers. And I realise that speciesers is not a word, but it should be. Along with exactually. And feedbacks. Furthermore, it is my contention that the eating and snacking methods of the male human being are genetically coded to such an extent as to be practically immune to any type of outside influence, manipulation or retraining. Short of a frontal lobotomy. And so, that leaves us with the million dollar question. Will men be autonomously making changes to this unattractive behaviour anytime soon? Well, in the legendary words of the late US President George W. Bush Sr. Not gonna do it. But finally, in my capacity as a peacemaker, as the Henry Kissinger of relationship conflict, I would like to suggest to the men out there that there is a potential sonic solution available in the area of TV snacking, which may result in less grief all round. Put simply, guys, cheese and salami are a hell of a lot quieter than anything crispy coming out of a packet. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And yes, that most certainly was my thought of the day. And we've reached the end of another show, folks. And as always, thanks for your company. If you enjoyed the episode, please hit any like button you can find and hit that subscribe or follow button so you'll get the next episode automatically as soon as it appears next week. If you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please leave a rating or a comment if you're so inclined. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can do that either on my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com, or by email to jeffswonderland at yahoo.com. And I promise I will get back to you ASAP. So take care, Wonderlanders, and I'll be talking at you all again real soon as we once again willingly suspend disbelief for another episode of My Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come back to the Wonderland. Jeff's Wonderland.